All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new episode of the Tricks of Trade podcast. Uh, I'm Whisper, like usual. I'm the uh, Wowhead Assassination Rogue Writer. Um, and I'm the moderator in Ravenholt here. And I am joined, as always, by my two lovely compatriots, Sally and Guy. Yo, what's up? Yo. What do you guys do? Uh, I do Outlaw Wowhead Guide. I do Method Outlaw Guide. I spend too much time in Discord. Uh, yeah, same with the spending too much time on Discord. And then I do uh, Outlaw and Assassination for Icy Veins. Cool, cool. All right, so. Um, since the last time we've talked, a lot of stuff happened, yeah? Pre-patch came really? out. Talent trees. Woo! Talent trees finalized. Lots of tuning. We've got we've gone through like what four tuning passes now. Um. So, thoughts between three rogue specs. Oh, well, looking like the best. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Looking like an outlaw tier. So and, and and like half the community just face palmed at that notion. Oh Listen, man, God. there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with Outlaw being the best. It is the best designed rogue spec. So it being the best numerically, it's just, it's just common sense, you know. I'm just gonna say agree to disagree because otherwise we're gonna spend the next hour just talking about Outlaw and no one wants to listen to that. I mean, isn't that what we normally we'll do? We'll be talking. We'll be talking a lot about the best spec. Don't worry. I feel, like, I feel like that's our normal thing is just talking about outlaw and then why yeah. we don't want to play outlaw i mean, it, I mean here's he the thing yeah like, like it's the only thing he has right so that's oh. we, we kind of got to give him that uh if outlaw wouldn't be good then he'd, he'd continue talking about demon hunter enhancement shaman and i mean no one wants that either so we'll you can have outlaw guy it's fine just oh yeah you know. But now nah, I, I definitely like Outlaw looking really good right now. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm a fan of the actual gameplay, uh, at least on, on Dragonflight beta right now. It's just, to me personally, it's just not very enjoyable. Cause, Why? Because like, for every button you press, there's like two other buttons you also want to press, but you can't. And yeah. I don't think that's very exciting. I don't think it's a good spec for anybody who isn't like super familiar with the game to play if you jump into a oh, new yeah. boss then you'll probably make a lot of rotational errors and that's not a good thing either and while i am always a big fan of skill expression in any spec um i just feel that the, the entry level requirement for playing that spec like really well is probably a little bit too high so yeah, that's that's what I'm a little bit concerned about. Like the performance-wise, um, like damage output and everything, I think the spec is really good and it's in a in a solid spot uh, compared to most of the other classes. I'm just well, not a big fan of like classes, high EPM specs, and high opportunity yeah. cost. Yeah, I don't know. I the fact that Outlaw is so good is just defeating to me. Woo! <laughs> I I play my brains out on council and then and then I just press N press middle spec yeah and within three pulls I'm just doing the same damage I'm like fuck like, yeah, I don't know how it. to play this shit I'm like 
I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a monkey hitting buttons, and it's doing it's doing fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's what that's what's so good about outlaws. You can be you can be you can come from all different skill levels, and you can perform well. If you want to be a giant tryhard and you want to learn all the stupid zero point two percent min maxes that the you know the channels like like obsessed with, then you can do that. But you can also just kind of like hit buttons and like you just have like decent fundamentals and you can like do good enough, right? Like, I mean, like it's been a it's been a meme for the past you know six years where there's like this outlaw build that's just like significantly worse, like you know upwards of five to ten percent, but people still do you know world first keys and world first raids with like incorrect talents and gameplay and all that, and they you know so. That's how I always look at it, right? Love Outlaw. Yeah, it's it's definitely true. Um, I uh, I'm still not a big. I mean, you know, I'm I'm kind of an outlaw, not hater. I would say, but it's definitely not a spec I enjoy very much because to me, I've talked about this before. I, I don't really feel like it's like a very rogue spec. It's more like warrior or at this point demon hunter, and not yeah. like there's it's it's more about buff management and and procs and not about like resource management and. Yeah, that's that's just my my one major concern. Right, you have so many abilities nowadays that just give you like full combo points, uh, or that just ignore like the combo point system entirely. Um, and I'm just not sure how I feel about that being like a, a major part of the spec. Uh, and basically doubling down on that. That's I've had that complaint before about the spec, or rather not complain, but it's just what I don't particularly enjoy about it. And now Dragonflight seems to kind of double down on that. So obviously I'm not going to be having a lot of fun playing it, but so far it definitely looks like it's going to be the spec to uh, to familiarize yourself with the most going into Dragonflight because it looks like it's just going to be the better uh, the, the better spec out of all the three. Feel like that, I guess. Um. Yeah, it do be like that. Sub is looking okay, even though they don't have a left side of a tree. <laughs> yeah. They're just playing with two thirds of a tree and just doing fine, apparently. Um now what we haven't talked about uh is they got a new talent. Because last time we looked at the subtree, we were talking shit about how the middle of the talent with like Shadow Mist or whatever was basically just a PvP thing and really janky. We did talk about Dance Macaro though. Yeah, briefly. Um, but yeah. now it's kind of been finalized. What do we think? Do we like it? What is it exactly? So Dance Macabre is basically when you enter Shadow Dance, you deal increased damage, and then depending on the amount of unique attacks used, you deal more. So if you use like backstab, shadow strike, eviscerate you you get three more stacks and then if you use rupture you get a fourth stack and then you can like shuriken storm and then get a fifth stack and so by the end of your dance you're 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 doing big stuff is there any actual like optimizations around it or is it just like a passive like 20 percent damage increase and you just take those uh i think right now it's kind of just a passive but i mean it sounds cool in theory yeah, I think yeah, that's what we, what we arrived at last time as well. It's just that the, the bonus you gain, like the 10% per stack, is kind of not not big enough to warrant using like low damage per execute abilities. You just ramp up the buff to unload like one big eviscerator rupture at the end. 
So it's kind of like more of a just okay. So you you just do a straight ten percent more damage, uh, doing shadow dance, and then because it always applies to the ability when you cast it as well. So even if your first GCDE is just like a shadow strike, then it'll still deal like the the extra ten percent immediately already. And yeah, I'm I'm just not sure if the like the difference in abilities is just so big that. I don't think you'll just throw in like a backstab into your dance just to get 10% more extra damage. I still don't think that that's going to happen. I mean, there is a such minor thing. Bloomblade, though. Bloomblade big. Is Bloomblade's, it? Yeah, Bloomblade's huge. Bloomblade's an actual like big hitting ability. I think it's... I mean, it, if it's... Not bigger than Shadow Strike, it definitely is if you take a talent for it. And if you don't, because the left side is trash, then it's probably roughly comparable. I thought yeah, like, like Game is writing that it's six percent, six percent per stack now in beta, and it doesn't fall off anymore when you repeat something. Yeah. So it's more like, um, does it work like uh like the back in Eternal Palace, like the council boss, where if you used an ability twice, you would actually get silenced, but if you just threw in something something else in between, you wouldn't. Or is it literally just uh No, it's just you use it, a, you use an ability, it you just get doesn't a fall off anymore. So yeah. it's just like six percent per ability. So you basically just want to kind of make sure that if you have any big hitting abilities that have a cooldown, you just want to use them towards the end of the dance. Correct. And I'm guessing it still resets uh, when you chain dancers, basically. Uh, yes, I, I think it does do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's cool. Like, uh, I, I like these, like, more involved talents that aren't just, like, a, like a flat damage increase. Um, I do like the idea of, of just building up to, like, big finishers. I kind of feel like this has always been what Zap should have been, but never really was. Um, even though you had, like, big mastery and, like, buffing your finishes and everything. And your eviscerate doing like extra damage to shadow and everything. Sure, it would deal a, a, a decent amount of damage, but if you compare it to to some like really big hitting abilities from other classes, it still didn't didn't compare. Um, and I'm not sure if six percent per stack is is getting it there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it will ultimately come down to just sim optimizations and figuring out okay, what is the best way to to do your dance now. And then how how you can just put that into action like on actual like boss gameplay. Yeah, and then there's always like tier sets, right? Like, <laughs> and, like you know, it sounds like a broken record, but like yeah. tier sets, dude. Tier sets are actually going to change like literally everything. Like the the fact that like outlaws build and covenant and like all that bullshit changes like every single time it gets like just random stuff. It's just like it, it's a hundred percent going to happen to the other specs, right? I mean, it just it made assassination fall. build better. <laughs> What's up, sorry? The the tier set just made the same build for assassination just straight better. Well, yeah, because it's like a like the the first tier sets are like super generic, right? I'm talking about like future like future prospect where you know you make a you make a tier set that actually is a little bit more involved and maybe is more pinpointed on maybe talents that weren't previously taken. Or you, you can make like an ambush focused tier set for outlaw and then suddenly that whole left side of the tree gets a lot more appealing compared to, you know, just like all the, the right side spam with like dreadblades, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's, I... it's definitely one of the issues with the set bonuses, right? It's like in the in the previous iteration, obviously like any rental power never interacted in any way with, with talents. Um because 
you would otherwise you would be in the situation where where you have a set bonus but you didn't pick the talent so it just straight up doesn't work and it's it's going to be tough i think uh, figuring out like more involved set bonuses that aren't just basically forcing you to pick certain talents right i think that's fine like i think being forced to take talents is fine yeah, like as long as they're focusing on stuff that's like more towards the top of the tree, um, where where it's easier to to warrant picking something that you normally wouldn't, right? Because it always comes at opportunity cost. If a set bonus is really good with one ability, but the other like with one talent, but the other talent that you usually pick is just already better, then that kind of balances out the the gain you have from actually like acquiring the the set. And so, uh, my concern is essentially just. Being forced to play a specific set is kind of like being forced to play a specific spec. Like if Blizzard goes out and they they know Fire Mage and they bu they buff Frost Mage, the mages don't really have a choice as to what to play in progress. They have to play the spec that that you know. It's kind of like Diablo three as well, where something gets changed, something gets overbuffed, and then you kind of have to play that. And I would feel that that goes a little bit against the idea of the talent trees themselves, where. You have a lot of choice, but then you don't because your set only affects certain talents within the tree and those you gotta pick. And then, I mean, what else are you gonna do? I mean, you have what 30, 30 and 31 talent points to pick from. Like, even if you're forced into going, like, let's say they make like an ambush tier set where it's just like, I, I don't even care what it does, but it just makes all the left side stuff like super broken for outlaw and you make like a super ambush focused build, like, you're still gonna have like, you know, maybe like five to 10 some odd points just to, you know, nickel and dime into random points, right? But like, you know, people, pe you know, I originally and other people were saying that like, oh, you know, like this is just like the GG build for Outlaw. And that's like, oh, wait, there's like a small bug. So now we're going to go Seal Fate. And it's like, all right, now that we're going Seal Fate, now this talent gets a little bit better. And oh, you can drop Grappling Hooks. Now you can go like path a little bit differently, you know, gain like 2% damage for, you know, if you want to like lose random utility stuff. And I, I don't know, it seems like that, that's like totally fine for me, right? Or at least that's how I always view the talents. Yeah, I mean, we've seen similar things happen in Assassination recently. Um... And I I think it's honestly fine as well if they just giga, they just make a tier that just giga buffs the talent. Um, Maybe not like in a direct way where it's like, oh, ghostly strikes has a reduced cooldown, like not that, but like in, in regards to like you know maybe an ability that is focused on one side of the tree, you know, like like the ambush side for outlaw versus like the gun side and the blade flurry side, right, or like a roll of bone side. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is probably gonna have to just be. A tier set that interacts with something and then a bunch of passives just get buffed which eh. what do you mean like uh like assassination a lot of it is like oh well your bleeds do more damage now oh well uh -huh. your poisons do more damage now oh well you get extra energy from this shit so like if they if they make a tier that's really really strong but makes talents good then my fear is like you still play all the same stuff, but like my you might just take a passive now, right? You're like, oh well, you know this is really good in this case because now poisons are strong, so might as well take these little tiny poison nodes at the top of the tree or whatever, and then I, I you just move on with your life. I mean, it, this I think it depends boring, a bit on the right? tree. Here. There's there's a couple of trees, and I think Outlaw is definitely in a, in a bit of a luxury position there, where even without any rental power, like all the trees have like a very interesting niche, and you can make like different builds. Like uh, like I mean, there's like all three or four different builds pinned in in the Outlaw channels right now. Um, 
I don't know if SAP and assassination really have like a similar structure where you can just buff certain talents through a set bonus and that just makes the class more interesting to play. Right? Like, like imagine you get like a, a set bonus that buffs the rotten and then you have to, then you have to play left side as SAP. Is that well, no, really you, going you to wouldn't... be like, going to feel like super good? I don't know. Like we'll, we'll find out for sure. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, opportunities to to design like really interesting stuff now, because now we can have set bonuses or we need set bonuses at interactive talents, uh, because the the baseline of the class is just so so um, trimmed down to only a handful of abilities, and so it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with. Maybe we'll have set bonuses and you get to choose like between one of three different ones or something like that. Well, uh, I don't, I don't think you would have talents or like a, a tier set that would be buffing like specific like talents right like you wouldn't have one that would be like oh crimson tempest does more damage like for example with assassination like maybe maybe i, I don't know what the the whole 70 meta is with in regards to like exsanguinate i know in the, the theory crafting channel and she you guys are talking about exsanguinate and i you know just glaze over it and pretend it doesn't exist but you know you could have you know maybe maybe a tier set that is something uh that synergizes with dragon tempered blades where it's like oh you know uh you know gain x percent damage per uh poison that your character has applied and then like oh now you now you have a a a, a more uh focus on going down the middle side of the tree compared to just rushing down to kingsbane and then maybe like the two set is you know for each poison that's applied you know deal increased damage or poison slash bleed and then like oh now you have a a, a two set that makes you want to go down into the middle to grab dragon tempered blades and then you have another one that makes you want to go sepsis and then you know you, you can do stuff like that where it's like you're not directly buffing these talents like oh you know if you have dragon tempered blades equipped you know deal 10 percent more damage but you you can kind of like guide people towards going down these talents that you know maybe aren't actually viable currently just like at a baseline level right guy getting awfully close to just inventing lethal dose yeah yeah dude <laughs> now nah, it's it's again like for, for me the main concern is just say say there would be a set bonus that just straight up makes dragon temper plates kind of or, or interacts in some way with a capstone then that kind of especially with the the way the assassination tree works that just makes it so you can't play any of the other any of the other capstones and then you're in a position where it's like you have like all these interesting abilities at the end of the tree but the set bonus basically just allows you to play one of them um, it's kind of somewhat similar to the situation we had uh, in, in Season 3 and Season 4 and, and uh, Shadowlands now. Where it's like you have all these legendaries, but because your set bonus interacts with one of them specifically way better than with any of the others, your legendary choice from like four, five, six different legendaries that were all pretty close in performance suddenly just comes down to one. And I'm just not a fan of like reducing choice. I like things to be to, to, to increase choice. And I mean, the talent trees are kind of like the dream scenario for that environment. But set bonuses have the, they can enhance that even more if they're designed really well, but they can also ruin a lot of the work that's been done on the talent trees by just making something oppressively strong to the point where you're just going to completely ignore entire parts of the tree because it doesn't have a set bonus that uh, works with it and the one that you'll, you will play does. I mean, how else would you make it so that, you know, less desirable sections of the tree become more appealing, if not like a tier set, right? Tuning? I mean, you, yeah, you just buff them. <laughs> right, like, like in an ideal world, obviously it's really, really difficult to do. Um, the trees are tuned like well enough that the difference between multiple different capstones or multiple different paths is like somewhere, somewhere between like 5 to 10% maybe, right? 
because as you said earlier, like we we had the situation with Outlaw where where I mean I was playing Vega even though I knew it wasn't good. I just didn't want to play MFD at the time, so I played Vega. I played a, an inferior spec, but I still did really well with it, right? And as long as we're within that um, fresh a uh, threshold of saying okay, this might be five percent worse, but it's still playable. Maybe there's like a niche environment where you want to play it, or a specific encounter that really asks for like another 60 second or 90 second cooldown then there's a reason to play this uh but yeah if you're kind of relying on the rental power which set bonuses are to to make unplayable talents playable i think i'd rather have tuning and and have set bonuses do something else instead well i have no idea how much of this is like a mentality thing because like versus like actual like numerical values right where it's like something you know something as minor as like mark for death or blood of the enemy or you know deathly shadows like these things are you know unironically always have been like anywhere from like five to you know eight percent but you know people do them anyway and i i guess i just don't have context uh you know for other specs but i, I don't know how much of a you know dps difference it is you know swapping out like a few random fuck talents that you want on assassination or subtlety for example right because like just in general like that's kind of how outlaw has always been where people are just like Hey, who cares? It's like eight percent, you know, whatever, right? It's like I did well with it. Like I, I don't know how much of that is, you know, also applicable to other specs. Yeah, let's just say the Kingsbane right now. I think in the Sims, uh, the damage per execute for Kingsbane is somewhere around uh, what, like three hundred fifty, four hundred k. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is well, one yeah, how much is the, like four hundred thousand damage. So, so not having that because something else is 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 better now uh yeah as i said earlier it just comes down to if, if one talent build is like 10 percent better right now and then you have a set bonus that buffs something else by 10 percent, it basically just evens the playing field which is nice because then you have more choice i'd still prefer to just have tuning take care of like leveling the playing field and having the set bonus interact with something that is early in the tree so the odds of you picking it are much much higher or the cost of picking it over something else is not as big as it is during the last uh, two or three rows of the talent tree. Yeah, I mean, Kingsman is one of those things, because right now it's like 7% behind in single target, but it's also 7% uh, ahead and execute. So, like, if you really want to, like, be execute chillin', then I guess Kingsbane is hog champ, because it's so far ahead. Seven whole percent, I guess, but yeah, I mean it's not impressive, right? I mean, I mean that's kind of always been the the rogue thing, right? If we're looking at at just the overall comparison from rogue to other classes, like we're we're always discussing between specs, but at the end of the day, none of our specs, with the exception of outlaw, right now. But I'm I'm guessing that will be rectified in one way or another. Um, outlaw is really far ahead right now, but obviously that's not going to stay pre-patched for sure not because uh, shadow dust will will disappear. But yeah, it's just the shadow dust. Yeah, and sure. and on beta, Outlaw is is ahead quite a bit still. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that that will not stay this way. Uh, but I'm mostly concerned about like as you just said, like we're talking about like seven percent or 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 you, you, even if it's ten percent that something is better from one spec to another. How does it compare to other classes, right? Like like there's other classes out there that can do more execute damage as well with a specific talent build, and for them it's like twenty or thirty percent stronger. Uh, for us, it's always very close to each other, and that kind of makes it difficult for any of the specs to really become a niche or become powerful in a specific niche, right? And if you're looking at like the boss design in general, 
right now, first year, there's just a lot of cleave. So I don't I, really I also, know. I, I, I just disagree with that. Like, there was like the whole like meme for like uh, Denathrius, right? Where it's like, you know, post buff, especially people were like, oh, you just play, uh, you know, uh, assassination on this fight because, you know, it's Giga in execute, right? Like, do you not remember that or? Yeah, yeah but, 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 but right? do you really want to argue about the fact oh, that there's totally just cope. a lot of cleave right now in, in Walt? Oh, yeah. Like, no, listen, dude. People, rogues are cope experts. They they find their spec, they they make up a reason why it's the best, and then they're just on it. That's just, like, how it always is. Yeah. Be like that. Yeah, like, Outlaw's cope is gouge, you know, Subtlety's cope is, uh, what's it called? Fucking funnel. That's the big cope is funnel and, you know, cheap shot. <laughs> and then assassination. Dude, I remember I remember season one BFA where people were saying that assassination is too, has too much utility in keys because of iron wire. People just make up copes, man. That's just how that's just how life is. Oh, yeah. but yeah, this uh this this raid tier specifically has a has a lot of cleave. It's no it also good. helps that Outlaw's single target also looks exceptional. So yeah, th no I, I think that's brother. that's kind of the point, right? Like even if Outlaw wouldn't be doing really good single target, I think Outlaw might still have a lot of viability just because uh, its damage profile just just matches the requirements of most of the boss encounters, especially like the last two or three fights. Oh, and they just bug fix. They just bug fixed stuff to make it do even more. It gained, dude. It gained like ten percent in dungeon slice with that bug fix. Wow, must yeah. be nice. If the devs are listening, uh, you just you just learned how much you have to nice. nerf Outlaw by after fixing the bug. Bro, if you think Outlaw is in a position to get nerfed, you're smoking crack cocaine, bro. Have you seen have you seen these no good windwalkers and these no good warlock players and these no good shadow priests and balanced druids? These classes are the problem right now, okay? That sounds like something uh, I think someone said something about rogues being cope experts and you saying that uh Outlaw is not going to get nerfed. That that's, seems pretty accurate. I never said actually. that. I just said, if you think the problem spec right now for the next raid is like, oh, Outlaw does too much cleave, you should, you should be, you should be, your, your third eye needs to open to what the, what the fuck balanced druids are doing right now. Have you seen that class? That class is absolutely out of control. Seems to be. Have uh, you seen Warlock? Have you seen Warlock again? <laughs> dude, Warlock's up to no good too, dude. This this is this is my problem with rogue players. Okay, they're always asking for nerfs, and they're always they're always talking about how oh this rogue spec is too good. Y you guys need to you guys need to fucking wake up, okay? You guys need to wake up to the to the shit that these wizards are doing and these fucking dishonest windwalkers, dude. Or enhance, dude. It, dude, did you guys get gaslit by enhanced shamans? Uh. <laughs> What, what what are those? <laughs> Dude, I had our enhanced shamans in guild. They're like this. I'm 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 rerolling. I'm rerolling. And then like I look at the logs and I'm like, bro, what do you mean you're rerolling? Have you seen what your class is is doing? Of course, you got a twenty five percent global nerf. That class was doing that class was doing too much. Okay. Nah, it's it's uh it kind of ties into what I said earlier, right? Where it's just we're we're discussing like how much better one spec is over another, but but how does it even? compared to what yeah. all the other classes are doing, right? Because that's what matters, right? I, I think Rogue is still the only class where people are one-tricking it to the extent that we do. I think every other class has already like accepted their fate that they will play whatever spec Blizzard deems them or like deems to be the, the new Fallen spec, especially yeah. on something like Hunter, Warlock, and Mage, right? Like like these three, they play whatever whatever just happens to be best. There's no real like 
Beastmaster or like Arcane Mage one tricks, right? Maybe there are a few, but compared to like Assassination or Subtlety or Outlaw one tricks, it's it's not comparable. Yeah. And yeah, maybe we should redirect our our uh, cope energy and our our power and our hatred for each other and just direct it at like Warlocks and Boomkins. Yeah. I I, I do agree with that. Memes aside, I'm aware. I'm aware that Outlaw is looking very well positioned in context to other rogue specs, okay? But rogue does not look well positioned relative to these no good yeah. other classes, okay? And if we're going to talk about how like, oh, you know, they need to they need to nerf Outlaw cuz they just, you know, buffed it by 9% in a in a dungeon slice sim, like, bro, you guys you guys need to see what Windwalker's doing, okay? Windwalker is still out of control, okay? Windwalk like here, here's the other thing, okay? People are doing too much damage in pre-patch that they're pretending that it's not the same in Dragonflight, okay? Th there's a lot of classes that are just gaslighting, okay? Enhanced Shamans are gaslighters. Windwalkers are gaslighters. Balanced Druids, they're, they're on the they're on the hush-hush, okay? But, you know, keep an eye out. I mean, there there is a lot that changes. Um, like, from 60 to 70. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. But, I, it's, yeah, I, I think it's... The problem with Rogue as well is like there's a lot of one tricks because we just we cope out on like oh well we'll do boss damage anyways like we're sitting there and we're like we're like oh well Outlaw does does like single target oh oh great it's boss damage like oh subtlety yeah, oh well you can you can boss damage on subtlety oh well you play assassination you can you can you can do boss damage and then walk 15 yards away and then the bleeds will tick and you'll do boss damage <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you're always downtime. comparing it to other rogue downtime. specs, right? Like, like you play subtlety and you say, "Oh, I'm, I'm like the funnel master right now, right?" And then you do like ten percent more on a prior target than assassination outlaw do, and you feel like really empowered. And then then the beastmaster hunter or the or the the Destralog just comes and he just spams rain of fire and he does twice your damage on the prior target while he doesn't even try. Yeah, I mean you can play whatever you can play whatever rogue spec you want, but then you're sitting there and you're like, "Oh, it's time to swap to an ad." And you feel like you're being impactful, and then you see a chaos bolt fucking whiz by your head, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. like there goes seven hundred thousand HP." Yeah, like, I, I can use my ninety second cooldown Kingspan on it to have like some really good prior damage on it, and then I can also just uh, look at another class that's like a random star surge doing like half my Kingspan damage, and it's not on a ninety um, second cooldown. Obviously, there's moats, right? But have you seen? Have you seen Affliction Warlock right now? Have you seen what Affliction Warlock is doing? I only know that all our Warlocks don't want to play Affliction, but they kind of feel forced to right now. But no one okay. actually like likes it. Here's here's all I know. Okay, the last time I was in the I was in a guild. Okay, it was going into uh, into uh, Sanctum, right? And I said, "Damn, Demonology Warlock looks really good on all of these Castle Nathria fights. I bet going into the next tier, it's going to be the best Warlock spec." And I got told by four different Warlock players in my guild that I'm an idiot, that spec will never be viable because it has to turret. And I said, all right, you guys are right. You guys are Warlock players. You probably know more than me. And then, turns out Demonology was the best spec, okay? And then, going into Sepulcher, I said, wow, Destro Warlock's tier set looks really out of control. I bet that spec's going to be the best spec going into Sepulcher. And then I got told, no, Demonology's the best spec, you know, because it, does, it just does infinite damage. And then, once again, I was correct, okay? I'm not going to listen to a Warlock player gaslight me this time about affliction just just being balanced in dragonflight and it's only the shadowland systems making it op okay i'm not i'm not getting gaslit this time okay how affliction? much foam do you have around your mouth right now what's up 
How much foam do you have around your mouth right now? I got nothing. Okay, I just, I, I just refuse. I refuse to get gaslit by these, these no good, these no good warlocks. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of the gaslighting. Nah, it's definitely true. Like I was talking to our warlock. Like our warlock is actually really nice. Um, like the one that we have in our guild because he, he was basically playing demo already towards the end of Nafria, and then he said like. Bro, like, what is this theory crafting going on? Like, I, like, he went into the Warlock Discord and people were just, as you said, like, they were just saying, oh, it doesn't sim that well. And then uh, it's not that good because I said, like, it, it has the turret and everything. And he was actually yeah, just playing it and he did really insane DPS already. And then he was like, okay, so so where, where's the issue here, right? And then they, they had, like, some minor APL updates and suddenly the spectre is, like, 20% more damage in sims. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, then suddenly people quickly changed their tune. Uh, I do agree though. Long term, like long term, Outlaw right now is in a good spot, and if if the the path now is to nerf Outlaw, so it's not that much better than the other two rogue specs, that's the wrong approach, right? It's yeah, it's something that needs something else to to yeah, bring it up to the level where Outlaw is at right now. Yeah, maybe I'm always maybe in favor just, of buffing the other rogue specs. Maybe you just uh like go in and you can say like that all the abilities from both specs go up by about 5%, right? And then and then the next week you can come back and you can do it again. And then and then I mean, it's almost like we had like a situation where we came out of beta and then one of the rogue specs we we said that needs like at least like 20 to to 25% more damage and then over the course of the first raid here it got like three separate aura buffs that gave it pretty much 20% more damage. <laughs> um, and um, the spec was really good. I don't remember which one it was or when that happened though. But I I, th I seem to recall something like that happening lo not too long ago. Bro, three buffs, Selly. Three. It was to assassination, five. That brother. happened to outlaw. You know, like man, like sometimes your spec just needs a little time. And all I'm saying is, listen. Yeah, okay, because focus some your hatred. Scale better, right? <laughs> it's the scale. Once you get enough gear, then the specs really pop. <laughs> Once you get enough gear and aura buffs, brother. <laughs> No, it's just the gear. Yeah, it's just like Outlaw. Outlaw's like whining about assassination being better than them again, and then uh, they j just got a mega buffed in season three. No, dude, it's just the scaling. Outlaw's a really good scaling spec. Yeah. So like once the gear oh, started piling up, I mean, it has a grappling hook, yeah, so it can scale quite a bit better. Oh my. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, I hate it. Yeah, but yeah, before I got derailed about screaming about, listen, don't let it be you. Okay, don't let it be you that gets gaslit by broken specs. Okay. Dude, my guild leader is a warlock player, and he's like, you know what? In Dragonflight, I am re-rolling Boomkin, and I'm like, you are the absolute good scum of the earth. Like, That's another good choice. Holy, holy, you are you are the worst. Nah, man, you got to look out for look out for number one, Balancerud. That's another class. That class looks crazy. Yeah, it's it's basically the it's always been the issue where when it comes to like whether you get a raid spot or not, unless you're you're like an officer or raid leader or something, then it just feels bad to have to play the spec you don't really want to play because it's just better than the other specs, and then you'll still struggle to beat like the third best warlock in your guild. It's not you're not even comparing like the the Omega gamer um, with like the the really good gaming chair. Right, like the guy that just did ten percent more damage than everybody else. Uh, you're not comparing yourself to the best warlock in your guild. You're comparing yourself to like the third best mage or the third best warlock, and maybe you do slightly more damage, or maybe you're slightly more valuable than that person. And it's just, I've never been a big fan of that. I always liked it a little bit more in like it was in Legion when when melee just kind of all did more damage than range because range just typically 
had an easier time getting all their damage out or just had like extra responsibilities in the raid. So you would always bring a certain amount of them. And then we're still paying for Gul'dan. Like it's it's been what, like six years now at this point? There was one fight once in WoW where melee was better than ranged and now we're still paying for that by just not being allowed to do more damage than them. I think that's incorrect. Like, if if we look at like Sanctum, right? Like, I, I think like Sanctum onwards, they kind of realize that like it's okay for melee to do like Rogue was like good in Sanctum, right? Like, it wasn't like stackable like Balanced Druid was, but it was like you could pretty much bring like two or three rogues and be like pretty comfortable because Rogue did a lot of fucking damage in Sanctum. You know, literally all three specs were like, wasn't it like Outlaw Assassination Subtlety as like top three by the end of Sanctum? Yeah, uh, but that's because we actually we actually had. I think out of all the classes, we had the biggest benefit from the shots. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, Rogue is exceptional in that tier. In Sepulchre, uh, you know, Enhance was crazy. You know, like, Rogue was pretty crazy. Like, like it, it's a meme. Like, oh, you know, uh, funnel, single, it, It's blah, definitely blah. gotten like, a lot better. Like, we went yeah. from, from I mean, Osmocanics like, being so prohibitive. Like, like, we, like, just compare, like, within Shadowlands, right? We, we have Denafrius as a final boss where you could not bring more than a certain amount of melee because you, you just, you could only bring as many melee uh, as you had spots downstairs, which was always yeah. going to be six, because you had two healers, you had two tanks, and then that meant you could not have more than six. Than six. Uh, it was just yeah. impossible based on how the boss was designed. Yeah, and the, so the it's definitely gotten a little bit right? better, but I still I still don't think that we're ever going to to live in a world in Dragonflight where you bring like three rogues and two warriors and two demon hunters and a windwalker, a feral, and two enhancement shamans. Hey, bro, you're asking for the whole, the whole fucking squad, bro. I mean, yeah. That's how it's, it is it's, with been, it's been totally acceptable to have like two of each range class every single tier. Why is it not acceptable to have two of every melee class every tier? I, I think I think why, why do you have to pick and choose between now. enhance or the feral or the red paladin? Like why can't you just have all three? I think I think melee's been in a decent spot for the last two tiers. I mean, yeah, but it like it's not it's not about being decent for the last two tiers. It's like you go into Sepulchre and you have you know. Like two boomkins, two hunters, three warlocks, three mages, and you're like, hey, people all right, are playing sick. survival, man. That's all. The hunters a survival spec. Well, they were playing survival on like half the fights. But yeah. Like, but what like, do you mean? yeah, that's good. Yeah, but but then not on the other half. You have nine ranged. Well, I mean, look how dog shit range was in a lot of these fights. Like you could not bring like a. Uh... Uh, Lords of Dread, like you literally couldn't bring range. It, it was the inverse problem that melees had for years, where it's like you just can't bring that many melee. Like that's what range had to do. And it's I like, can you promise you, range. you're gonna hear about Lords of Dread the same that you're still hearing about Gul'dan for the next five to ten years. In this oh, game. damn right, because damn there was right this one fight just where like... you actually didn't want to bring more than two range DPS. Yeah, but my, my point being is that, like, just both in the last two raid tiers, melee has been a lot more appealing than ranged in like most of the encounters. Like, you're bringing either equal or more. On a lot of these encounters, and like, like I think that's fine. Like, I, like I don't, I don't need a a tier where you're bringing eighteen melee. No, <laughs> of course not. It, it's more. I, I just like to, like, uh, if I look at raid rosters right now, it's unlikely for anybody to have more than two of the same class in in the melee roster, right? Where where everybody everybody is kind of stacking up at least two warlocks, at least two mages, at least two hunters. I think that's mostly just because like melee brings like very like like you're not bringing two enhances right like there's just no purpose in like warrior like you could bring two warriors but like why would you like the thing about warlock is that like warlocks like utility and like why you bring them is like one they're broken like always which is just like you know that's just what like but then you but like hunter, warrior like, like you don't like what need. does hunter or mage or boomy bring i mean you're usually not because bringing multiple hunters right like hunters over tuned and like castle mathria right 
Yeah. Sometimes you bring zero hunters because like hunters like such a like hunters like a meme spec, right? Like you don't always bring hunter. Yeah, that's true. But you typically have at least two boomies, warlocks, and mages, right? Well, if, cause, if well that's because that's because Balance Druid has the literal best spell in all of World of Warcraft, fucking Starfall. I think every boomie would disagree with you and would call it bad. Wait, what? Well, boomkins also don't have any opinion, so yeah, well, n- none that I care about. That is somewhat true. Now, I definitely I agree. Just the last it's few just, tiers have been I, fine. I would just like to see more range mecha- uh, more melee mechanics. Where because if you look at something like Jailer, right? Like you, you have to do the chains and everything, and melee just can't do that. Just give me some, yeah, yeah. just give me some raid mechanics that range just can't do that. I have to do with melee. Well, I, I would like that I, because then you, then there's an, an incentive to really bring like a bunch of melee that are really good like mechanical players, and not look at them through the lens of how much damage do they do and and uh, what utility do they do they bring, but just straight up they're our best players, so we want them in the raid. Well, that's like the problem, right? It's like you give melee mechanics, and then like they don't do damage because like a- any mechanic is gonna get excuse you. Any mechanic but that would is gonna be fine if we would just do more damage overall, right? But then, then any then... fight that you don't just fuck them in the ass with just like mechanics on cooldown, then they just do like literally like look at Holandris, right? Like Holandris, that melee, like listen, okay, I'm a, I'm a melee, I'm a melee brother, okay, but the melee on that fight was out of fucking control, okay? Ro- Rogan in hand for too why too much that on bad? that fight. What's up? And why is that bad? It's not bad. It's just an observation. Yeah, yeah, but but that's what I what I feel, right? Like it's it's uh, it seems to be like like to me, it would just be better if you had like a, a good balance in between, like within a single ratio over the course of the expansion. Where it's just there's some fights that are really good for melee, some fights that are really good for range, and then there's somewhere where like all of them have something to do. But typically, I just don't. Here's the thing, yeah, I don't want to play melee another expansion where like 80% of the boss fights I'm basically just hitting a target dummy that's just yeah. not very fun to me I think uh what's the fun Rigolon does a good job yeah I mean the other like, problem Rigolon was, was a good fight with a lot of mechanics while still being like pretty simple um but, where damage actually mattered to a certain extent the, the, but the... yeah it's uh it's obviously very difficult like encounter design is, is tough and I hope that with the talent system that we have now um, with a lot of different choices that the encounter design kind of reflects that where there's like more weird fights i, I want to call them where like a specific niche might be really good on one fight and and you being able to switch talents around to really fulfill that specific role just gives you a lot of viability on that fight and over the course of the tier maybe there's another one where you do another set of talents etc like I, I would yeah. really love that that the people who are really familiar with all the specs that the class has to offer and all the talents within each individual spec, that the people who are playing all of these really well are getting to shine instead of just saying, okay, this is a really good AoE fight, so I'll play my Windwalker, and this is a really good single target fight, so I'll play my Outlaw Rogue or whatever. Because yeah. I would rather have like people within the class being really good and within specific niches than having to reroll to a class that just does like 50% more damage on AoE. Yeah. The the thing about encounter design though is like yes you don't want to be hitting a target dummy for five minutes, but then you give melee mechanics and they have to be off the boss. 
and melee hates that. Like melee will just sit there and be like, "Why the fuck do I need to get off the boss, bro?" Do, do they That's hate that? Then, then, then they're just hypocrites, right? But if I think back to something like Jaina, for example, Jaina was a really good fight, even though you didn't have a hundred percent uptime on the boss, right? And then, then you compare it to the boss that came before with like storm, uh, like blockade, where you were literally like there were ads in the back and they slowly moved towards the boss, but you didn't really give a shit. And then you had to drop some. You just stacked on each other, and then you just moved to the side like every five seconds or something. Like that boss was so boring. Um, I don't want to just hit a target. I mean, I want to actually do mechanics and and get maybe even rewarded for doing them well, right? Like we had shit like uh, Will of the Emperor, where, where you, if you did the dance well, you could do something and you did extra damage. Um, there's ways to to incorporate uh, melee mechanics or melee only mechanics that reward you for doing them well by giving you a damage buff or something, or giving yeah. you like some extra haste or or whatever really fits the design of the encounter, right? I just don't let me hit target dummies again, because if, if the encounter design asks melee to just hit the dummy, then that kind of limits the design for each individual class and spec as well, because then that's the only thing we need to be good at. Well, I, mean, I mean, like, isn't like that melee. what it's been, though? There's like lots of melee specs that like do different things, right? Like you, you have, you know, two different, you know, magic physical debuffs. You have like shit like darkness, you have rally, you have, uh, you know, battle shout or whatever the fuck it's called. You, you know, you like, I think like there's a lot of, you know, diversity in what melee brings. It's really like, you know, like, uh, paladin is just loaded with like bullshit, like healing, bop, you know, bubble, you know, whatever. Wings is still like a, a broken as fuck cooldown, even though like paladin is like poo poo. Um, I don't know, I, you know, wind fury totem. You know, I feel like melee, you know, like, like the only ones that like are turbo ass are like survival and feral, which are literally like live and die by being overtuned, right? Yeah. Because like we meme about rogue being like dog shit and raid, but like pretty much every single guild has like one rogue, right? E even though it's like in <laughs> most of the time. It's like mythic plus, dude. Everyone just brings one rogue. Cause fuck it, dude. Why not? Because out outlaw mythic plus spec, dude. Insane value. Yeah, it has gouge. It has gouge. It has gouge. Not anymore, though. Yeah, that's why Outlaw is dead. That's why Outlaw is dead. It's, no it's longer actually has funny the how the, how the one rogue spec that is the least likely to pick up gouge in the classroom right now is Outlaw. Yep. Hey, that's yeah, but I mean, the other specs don't fucking pick gouge either. Uh, assassination can actually afford to. Uh, which I found uh, interesting because between gouge and and potentially playing dance maybe in in M plus for the utility for the silences and stuns and everything like assassination actually has a shit ton of utility. Right, you have a bunch of silences, damage reduction. You play a trophic poison, a buffed one. Uh, you have the the gouge on top. Like it's it's definitely looking better overload. than outlaw and and subtlety at this point. Yeah, so what you're and saying is nervous has, has a better play for some reason. I don't know. I don't understand the game anymore. Assassination, too much M plus utility, so you have to nerf it. Real. Yeah, to be fair, picking up Iron Rio is actually not that easy in Assassination. It's kind of difficult to, to justify getting that point there. But Sally, you can also play Dragon Tempered and have two non-lethal poisons. Yeah, that, that, just, that shit is actually going to be. Uh, I honestly believe that this is going to be even more impactful than just a raw damage comparison. But I, I, love, in this, I love Carnage, but I don't think I'll ever play that talent in Dragonflight the way it is. Bro, right now. Sally, you can't gaslight me into thinking that taking fucking crippling poison is going I to just be. Did. It's going to be a duo. <laughs> no, now I'm fucking mad because. <laughs> 
you're not gonna play here's the thing yeah i i still i still want to see assassination being able to have both atrophic and numbing i i don't sure. like the fact that, that like give us give us a choice node again where we can pick the other one so we can have both i i really feel that's just kind of needed um because yeah like like slows like almost every class has a slow right so crippling is kind of whatever uh, it also just doesn't work on bosses, so we don't even get like a lethal dose bonus on bosses if you have like two utility poisons because one of them just doesn't work. And so, yeah, uh, give me atrophic and numbing because that is going to be okay. fucking insane. Rogue has fucking atrophic and numbing. You always bring two rogues, trust me. Or you bring one assassination who does both jobs and you can bring another warlock. Let's go! Yes. Yeah. Hate this timeline. And then the outlaws will be sad that they don't have restless crew anymore. I mean, all I know is our guild is done consistently pretty well, and we always bring double rogue, even though rogue always sucks. So just be a good player, and you get a raid spot. Easy. Yeah, typically that's that's the case. Yeah, especially <laughs> because I mean, what makes a good raider is not the class they play or or how much damage that class does, but it's more about like soft skills and and how good you are and how quickly you you grasp mechanics and everything. Yeah. So if you come prepped and everything, uh, and you are you are not like, not actually brain dead, uh, so if you don't play outlaw, then you pretty much always have a raid spot, I think. Hey, listen, I offer coaching to my um, what's it called, my brothers. Wait, wait are you actually going 30, to advertise yourself now? Thirty plus year old, uh, you know, my co-host. I'm talking my co-host. I'm talking my thirty plus year old co-host who struggle with outlaw. You know, I do offer coaching. I will offer a discount just for you guys. You know, feel free to hit me up whenever you need because you will, need it. you will need it. You will need it for again. Dragonflight, as it is the go-to spec is looking like. Oh my god! I'm gonna be so happy when Outlaw not gets maybe like I'm not gonna be happy if Outlaw gets nerfed because I do think that's the wrong approach. But I'm gonna be happy if after all of this like super hype moment and everything, Assassination gets buffed to the extent where Guy has to play. Exsanguinate assassination in raid. And like no one guy gonna... he'll fucking like it. That's like hey, listen, man. I have not sat out a raid tier yet. You know, there's a, there's a first time for everything. Uh yeah. I lo I love how the one thing that unites all the rogues is that Exang sucks. Yeah. Oh no, and I don't that, even care what Exang like I, I just don't want to play assassination. <laughs> well, and we have a mutual goal. <laughs> and there you go. But yeah, uh, I just hope that, that yeah they, they find a way to make the niches of the individual specs a little bit more pronounced. Um, I don't mind that subtlety is kind of a better cleave and dot spec right now than assassination. I mean, not better, but it's just it feels better somehow. Um, casting two ruptures for the price of one is kind of nice. And yeah, that they'll... More importantly, that, that we're not going back to like this BFA and Shadowlands design of, oh, this one thing is like really good, so we have to nerf it, and then we nerf the class in, like, as a consequence. And then we're not really like making up for it um, by bringing it back in line with like all the broken classes, right? But we have like talents where we, where we kind of feel or know that the, the goal is for them to be like, give a certain percentage of like power boost. And then that's what we're playing around. And then our classes just kind of don't seem to follow that logic sometimes. You know, we're looking at like our set bonuses, and we knew there was supposed to be like five to ten percent, and then we have a destruction lock warlock, uh, a destruction warlock set bonus, and it's kind of like fifty percent or something. That felt. Man, I'm telling odd. you, don't let it be you that falls for warlock propaganda, okay? 
This is for co-hosts and viewers alike, okay? Don't let it be you. I'm going to fall for outlaw propaganda instead. Yeah. Exactly. Listen to my propaganda. L listen, listen to the deranged screaming of one forever lad. Yup. Yes, sir. Listen, man, I'm always optimistic about World of Warcraft, okay? So always listen to me. I've never led anybody astray. Never. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Um, have you guys seen the pre-patch stuff? Events, whatever. Oh. Elementals. Are you guys hype for whatever yeah, that is? Isn't I need to gear just... my demon hunter. Uh, shut up! It... Dude! <laughs> <laughs> you get one more mention of demon hunter for the rest of the cast. So, so choose wisely. Yeah, okay, I got you. The momentum. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what it is. It's either, like, from what I've read about it, it's either going to be exactly the same as, like, the invasions that we had, like, the last, like, three expansions, or it's going to be, like, the like the Silithus event we had in Classic, where you just collect shit, and then you summon shit, and then you they drop something, and you collect that stuff, and then you can summon something even bigger, and then... Yeah, yeah it's sick. You already so had that basic. 15 years ago, bro. I mean, it's just like basic pre-patch shit, right? It's like a little event. You run around, you kill some monsters, you level some alts, you know, you get some gear, get some transmog, get some toys, you know, get some... It's just like... Isn't, isn't the eye level on that gear, like, super low, though? Well, currently, uh, you know, my rogue, quote-unquote, has 108 eye level belt on. So, you know, anything can do. Why? What do you mean? What, what do you mean, what do you mean? What's confusing? Why does it have a low eye level belt? Well, because he's leveling. Oh. That makes more sense now. There you go. <laughs> what? Yeah, but what? like, I don't know. Pre-patch is always sick, because, like, there's a fuck ton of people in one zone, and then you, you're just running around squatting on these, like, you know, big mobs. That's oh, sick. yeah, like the... The Shadowlands one was fun. You just flew around, you got like a super big backpack, you know, you fly around, you know, kill some monsters, get some transmog, get some... Yeah, I mean, it's just like... It doesn't need to be something crazy. Like, all it needs to be is just like an excuse to log in, you know, get some mobs, get some toys, get some battle pets, you know? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be honest, that stuff was never for me. I usually did the event like once or twice, and then I just moved on. But, I was uh... doing so much of the Shadowlands one. Really? Sully doesn't like fun. Yeah. Uh, first of all, no, I don't. And second of all, it's just like I'm I'm a, I'm a gamer when it comes to like competitive stuff. Then sure, sign me up. But like the the pet battle, like like collecting pets and mounts and stuff. Uh, no thanks. Not a competitive collector. Yeah, nah. I'm. That's just not my thing, right? Like as I said earlier, I don't really play alts either. So like getting like like catch up gear or anything to prepare myself for leveling into Dragonflight, which I know that these events have always been super good for. Uh, I think that's awesome to to even if you haven't played an all for like two ratios, then you can just do the event a couple of times and and get set up to not have to take like thirty seconds to kill a single mob in the in rank yeah. when you level in rank five. So that's always nice. But since I basically only play one character and always have, uh, now that really affected me. So yeah, it's you gonna get the mog, bro? Not designed for me. Who who cares about transmog, dude? You need the drip. I have the drip. Do not have the drip. I have the uh, yes, I do. Post your transmog right now. I have the Dude, the elite Sally, PvP set from Legion, bro. That is Sally not a full set. The a full set is not drip. I can confirm. Selly has drip. It's it's this a, guy. It's, this guy. It's an IV this guy drip, like dude. 
This guy goes to the store, buys a paint by numbers, and is like, yo, check out my fucking, my Mona Lisa I just painted. It's like, bro, you didn't paint that shit. You paint by numbers. Don't I recall you posting your Demon Hunter, uh, an off-topic, like, my two Demon days Hunter ago, is and it was wearing, like, the, the fairy, like, the full set. The... He was in his PJs. Important, important note, full set. Oh, she, she the... was in her PJs. Fairy, fairy dragon thingy? Yeah. Hmm. But they say, if they're sleeping on you, tuck them in. So I got my PJs. <laughs> Wait, do you actually, like, change their transmog before you go to sleep? Yeah, yeah, it's late at night. Put on the PJs, bro. And he, he changes he changes his mod before he logs out. The facts. RP he RP walks into a house in Orgrimmar. Yup, yes sir. Oh god. Alright. Do we have anything that we want to add? I didn't actually request any of the bosses. How did you like the the bosses? Like like Too beyond much cleave. them just being Fuck. all cleave. Fuck. God damn. Yeah, it's the the raid expansion seems or the the tier seems to be oops all cleave, which, you know, smile. Uh yeah. there was like one fight that like super stunk, but like other than that the fights seemed pretty dope. Do you expect it to be like super easy or kind of tough? So I expect this raid tier based on the fact that Sepulker uh fucked people up like real hard because people are bad at the game. Uh I expect this raid tier to be like I expect like Emerald Nightmare. I expect this to be like an Yeah, Emerald kind of right same here. actually. Like maybe not as bad, with like at well, least I don't even the, think the last boss being like kind of kind of hard. I don't even think Emerald Nightmare was bad. It was just like it was a raid tier that like like sure if you were a, a a stinky little boy who doesn't shower and like just raids all day, then like yeah, like it was easy. But like I was in the poopoo guild, man. Xavier Scenarius was a hard boy. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It's it's just Savus was kind of a meme, right? Like that boss yeah, didn't really do crazy, anything right? special. Yeah, but I think like. I think especially after, like, like if you're trying to, like, reintroduce people, you know, back into the game, you know, because, like, that's what, like, I've noticed, like, a lot of the marketing is, like, kind of, like, targeted at that. And, like, you know, like, oh, we're bringing back talent trees, like, Paul. Like, they probably don't want to make it, you know, super, super, like, super wacko difficulty, like a, you know, like a Sepulcher or a, uh, what was that other one? Uh, what was, like, the super hard rate tier, the mini one? Crucible? Yeah, Crucible. Like, they're not going to, like, do that, right? Like, yeah. God, I love that. That was the best rate in like the last 10 years of the game. I never did it because I was in a poo, poo guild, but that raid was dope. I mm. skipped that patch. A, a lot of people did, yeah, and a lot of people missed out on probably one of the best bosses in the game. But yeah, that's but, just yeah. how it goes sometimes. But, but, I, nah, yeah, but I, I do I, agree. I, I think this raid here is going to be pretty short. Probably not as short as, as Emerald Nightmare in terms of just the, the first like four or five bosses being kind of a pushover and scenarios being tough and then saviors being another pushover. But yeah, I do expect like the, the race for World first to be over after like within the first week, for example. Uh, I expect it to be like two weeks or something. But the, it, I we haven't tested the last boss, so that's fine. I don't True. I don't know how that's gonna end up. It's gonna end up like uh, honestly. Here's the one thing I really liked about Sepulchre. They didn't test three of the bosses, and they reworked Alondra's to a point where where it was not even comparable to what people actually tested on the PDR. Yeah. And all those boss fights were great. They weren't tuned perfectly, which is fine because that always happens. But just like the, the overall boss design and, and how the mechanics worked and everything um, was pretty damn amazing. For, for, them, for those bosses to not be tested, they were fucking great. Yeah, they like worked or like functional. Yeah, like people mean about like, you know, like, wow, like having bugs and shit. But like none of the like the super endgame bosses like were really buggy. 
like like the thing like here's something that just like bothers me about like video games in general especially when like focusing on the high-end stuff is that like people will like watch streamers and then they will like project like the uh like the values of the game onto the game that they don't play does that make sense no okay so like what i'm trying to say is that like people will be like oh like like emerald nightmare like emerald nightmare is like a perfect example like people are like oh emerald nightmare is a terrible raid tier got cleared in one day but like i'm sure as shit like 99 of people saying that shit they cleared it in not in not one day right like yeah like where people like they, they, they live vicariously through people that are better than them and then they like just like say things that just like aren't true for like their experience you know what i mean like like a lot of people uh you know they didn't really get to anduin when anduin was like hard hard right or like holandris was hard hard but then they talk about like it being like this like terrible boss to Prague, even though they got to it when like holandris like wasn't like an actual like boss anymore right yeah like i think like not it that's definitely yeah. true so what you're saying is uh don't listen to the pins I, I nah, just mean like it's more like it's more like don't let your enjoyment of the game be decided or guided by the people who got their way before you. Yeah, because like most of the bosses, like most people, both Sanctum and Sepulchre, like fine. I mean, like like depending on like how early you got to end, like a, a lot of the bosses, you know, got like nerfed a lot, you know, like tuned down a lot, and like you know most of like the the like the like the tiny little shit bits on like Jailer and stuff kind of got like you know sanded down where it's like. A lot, a lot of people still say that fight was terrible, even though I, I fucking love that fight. Nah, I, it's, it's uh, for sure. Like, the, the way I see it is that if something is, like, super buggy and it's only super buggy for, like, the people who got there, then obviously it calls into question the integrity of the race for World First, for example, but it doesn't actually make the game any worse for, like, 99.999% yeah. of the players. Yeah, like, by the time they get to experience that content, it's but it's like the bugs are fixed anyway. And it's yeah, like impossible Anduin, to release a piece of software without bugs in them. Yeah, like Anduin on the, the there was like fucking controversy about like Anduin wasn't there about like they like like the 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 stars were like way smaller than they were or something. Like the first like two kills or something, and like you know everybody else who experienced that boss didn't have that. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, but I think like overall like the like the quality of the last three bosses like in this expansion were like pretty good or like this tier, excuse me. Yeah, it's a shame. Like I really like Fate Scribe, but uh, sadly it was a little bit undertuned. I would, I would say. Oh, I fucking hate that boss. But that fight would have been so amazing if it was just a little bit harder, so you couldn't just cheese some of the mechanics. Fuck that boss. I hate that bitch. Yeah, because you do have to soak in the middle instead of being able to cleave on the ass all the time. No, I just fucked it up twice on progression. Get good. Kill diff, honestly. Yeah. Real. Um, other specific topics to cover, or should we just move to Q and A? Because I got, I got uh, thirty-five minutes. Yeah, let's just move to Q and A. Um, and then for for this Q and A, you can, you guys can all use podcast questions as a channel where you can drop them in. Um, and it doesn't like this time. It doesn't have to be like rogue specific, even. Like drop, drop, want, bro. drop some, drop some shit in there, like some absolute vile off-topic garbage well no, don't go that far well yeah not obviously not but like what's your favorite type of sandwich guy you put a lot of veggies on your sandwich um so usually usually when i'm making a sandwich right so we go into the workshop right we we get some we get some toast whole grain 
right? We get some, some, you know, some fancy cheese that I got in the fridge. We shred it up, you know, sprinkle it on the thing. We throw it in the toaster while the toaster oven's going. We grab some, we got some lunch meat or we grab some leftovers, you know, whether it be steaks and chicken, right? So as it's toasting, we get the mayo, we get the lettuce, we get the cheese, we get the pepper, we get the salt. And then we start going, okay? We, we lather the bread and mayo, put a little bit of sriracha, make a little bit of spicy mayo, and then just, just, start, just start going to town. Lettuce, boom. Lunch meat, boom. Uh, spinach, boom. And then, you know, it's, it's beautiful. I did not expect you to be able to fill like two minutes talking about this. Hey, listen, man, I'm a, it's kind of I'm, impressive, I'm a knack. Actually. I have a knack for talking uh, about nothing, okay? He's, he's got ideas, okay? Yeah, the man yeah. has ideas. That's true. He's he's okay. cooking. He's cooking. What is he cooking? All right. What what do we what do we got in that time? How uh, tall is the enemy guy? versus Iris? <laughs> How tall am I? Um, five ten. Oof. What is that in in normal units? Short. Know, short. Uh, hold on. Let me check. Haha. Uh -huh, short. Uh, 177, 178 centimeters. Okay. So actually taller than me still. What well, the? Why am I? <laughs> why are you guys midgets? Hello? Nah, I'm like 172, I think. What, wait, I, I assumed that you were like about as tall as I, as I am. Whisper. Dude, I'm like 185. Really? Yeah. What? No. What? what are you talking about? You don't sound that tall. What does that even mean? Ch chat, chat. Does Whisper sound, sound like someone who is 185? Absolutely fucking not. How do, how he does sounds one like 5'6 and he lies. How does one sound 185? The same way that I sound like I'm 6'2 is how you sound 5'6. <laughs> what? Because literally everybody I talk to on like voice chat and then like I came up and they're like, why do you look like that? I'm like, I don't know, dog. <laughs> his face bro oh god listen now i don't sound to... like I, I don't sound 510 and underweight okay dude i actually got a little bit of a beer belly going i got that covid weight Nah, it's a it's not a beer belly right it's it's a dad belly you're getting old now yeah true true thoughts on rbgs oh boy the color no, no, the the, the gameplay, you mongoloid. I, I think it's I think it's fine. It's uh I don't wanna I don't wanna have it be like in Africa where it's just so important. Wait, to I don't know what you're talking about. Or gearing process. Wait, yeah, battlegrounds, you, bro. Oh, I thought you were talking about like Jesus. red, blue, red, blue, we, green, we, we like fucking use... colored computers. <laughs> we can't use acronyms because we have an outlaw player in chat, so we like he actually has some trouble understanding like uh, real. Intelligent speech, but uh, uh, I mean, I, I used to be a PvPer, right? Uh, I'm not anymore because I don't enjoy the the way the PvP has been for basically the last 10, 15 years. But I think RPG is kind of saw a, a resurgence in Africa, right? Like I know a lot of people who played a lot of Mythic Plus suddenly playing RPGs instead, and I think that was kind of nice. I just like it to to not be as like ranged heavy. Which is which it usually is, and that it's not required for gear, right? It it should be something that you do because you enjoy it, and not because you feel you feel compelled to do it for character progression. Yeah, I think Castle Nathria was fucking poop because you just had to to get the weapon because yeah. 
especially for Rogue, because you got sat on uh fucking what's that stupid fight council and that was the only other uh yep. that, that was the only weapon boss yeah and i just i don't like pvp so that's my opinion on it will like not will not fight how can you not like pvp I, no don't bring my height into this <laughs> Uh, follow any shows now. Who would you recommend? What? Chainsaw Man! Woo! Anime! Woo, I love anime! Hot Weeb. Yeah, we, we don't talk about anime. Yeah, anybody who watches anime, go watch Chainsaw Man. It's really good. Alright, but what's Game the, of Thrones what's, what's is getting awfully close to, to weeb behavior. What the fuck are you talking I'm, about? I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say it. What are you saying? Game of Thrones... Is is an anime for for the broader audience? What are you talking about? They just don't market it that way. Think about it. Wake up. Does, does anybody know what he's saying right now? Wake up. I I kind of wake I kinda up. Understand? Yeah. It's like the open your third like eye. The, like, like 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 the mass appeal TV series. How does that make it anime? It's how does it not? It, okay, you can't... it's not what? animated, right? So I get it, I get it, right? But think, think about, think I'm about thinking. how you're not making sense. Think about how Game of Thrones looks. Yeah. Uh huh. It's it's literally unanimated anime. What are you talking? You can't just repeat yourself and expect me to understand. <laughs> you're you're speaking fucking like it's, Hebrew or some shit, man. It's it's three D anime, bro. What are you saying? Can you just keep repeating yourself? Uh, I mean, it's like some people get it and some people don't, and we all you, know who, who they are. Yeah, you're out of control. You, you, you'll get it. I'll tell you when you're older. Yeah, when, when you get older, you'll, you'll understand. Uh... No, nah, I, right. I, I, I don't even know what, uh, what's the last thing I watched, actually. House of Dragons pretty Haven't seen it. Better call Saul's pretty waiting, good. I'm waiting for. I, I like all the episodes out right now because I don't. I yeah. don't like watching like one episode every week. I think that's that's disgusting. Yeah, it's so all I out. Right. Just watch it like a, a few years after they come out, and then you can watch like like binge like one or two or three seasons. It's just way better. Yeah, that's fair. But it's like it's all out now, so if you want to watch it, and then get disappointed when they go away from the source material. I mean, there's no source material for it, right? It's mostly just new shit. Is it? I mean, some of it, from from what I've seen, like uh, it's there's some references to the original books, right? Um, but a bunch of the developments are just not detailed in the books themselves. You you usually know like the the outcome of certain things, but like what actually happened is not like detailed. Mm. You guys uh, hear about the Witcher recasting? Yeah, that shit's fucked, man. No, no, no positivity fan. there. Nope, it's gonna be bad. Nah, mostly because of like it, it seems to be because uh, there were like some some creative differences there with with uh, the writers kind of wanting to move away further from the source material and. I mean, you can do that, but then you just need to make it something new, right? Because then we then we tread into into uh, rings of power territory, where things like like you know the names and everything because you've read the original books or like like the the original source material, and then everything you see on screen just doesn't line up with your expectation of it, or just straight up just 
doesn't make sense because it shouldn't be that way. Uh, but you can't you can't re remove yourself from it being based on that thing that you know and that you love. And I think that's kind of the the problem that they'll have with The Witcher as well. Is so yeah. many people either have played the games, or have read the books, or both. Um, it's going to be difficult. And recasting the protagonist, I think, has never really worked out super well. Any of the rogue questions? Do we have uh, any rogue questions? How strong do you think the rogue raid buff is on Outlaw and Sin? So I mean, I Outlaw doesn't have one, right? It does. It has a, a fucking I mean, you all have the same now, I mean. It's all like, well, it's not like it's not like either specific, right? It's just like a rogue utility. Yeah. I, I think like the thing is like so like people people said weakness was nutty, right? Like we all agree with that. Find weakness? No, uh, uh, weakness like the curse of weakness. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so so if cur if curse of weakness is nutty and like all I hear my raid leaders talk about is I'll make sure make sure uh, you know this warlock this week is applying weakness you know during my prog and shit right where it's like numbing poison is just curse of weakness except it's fully passive so like i know on denathrius uh numbing poison was nutty and sano um and atrophic is just like a permanent like what's the stupid shit called uh the the aura that paladin has Illusion aura. yeah like i think i think like both of them are like super super good and as soon as like a streamer starts talking about it then everybody's not going to shut the fuck up about it until it's like nerfed because like I could easily see bringing double rogue to every single raid encounter where one's bringing a traffic and one's bringing a numbing. <clears throat> yeah, I think the um, like because of weakness was always really good because it stacked with with numbing or simple brand, right? So you had like double attack speed slow, which was really really big big for tanks. Um, I'm not sure if that will still be around. Uh, but even then, like 15% slow attack is kind of kind of big and costs costing as well. Yeah, the, the numbing is more specific. Like some encounters, it matters. Like Denathrius, it really matters. Yeah, some it, like, won't that's why matter. it's good as a choice node, right? Like there might be some encounters yeah. where you can literally like reduce uh, the amount of swings between mechanics for a tank from like five to four, for example, and then the, you're literally just cutting the damage tank takes by twenty percent, yeah. and that's big. And then there might be other fights where it just kind of doesn't matter. So you just slap in a trophic. I think a trophic will kind of be the, the the default choice, and then you might switch over to numbing if you really need it for something. Yeah. Um, or as you said, maybe maybe we we do get uh, a few tuning changes still, and then you you will actually want to bring two rogues. Yeah, I think like it's just like a generic like our guild always brings two rogues to like prog basically like we're almost always bringing double rogue unless it's like a, a giga dick uh, melee fight and then we just don't bring any rogues. Um, but like you know one going atrophic and then one going um, numbing is going to be like pretty default for us at least. Yeah. How many people do you rogues? think will not play cheat? On farm, I would hope zero, but like on, on or on on prog, hopefully zero. But on farm, I'm not gonna be playing. Cheap, How many people you think will gonna cope that you can get like five percent reduced energy costs on finishers instead, and that's a DPS gain, and cheat dev is not. I mean, people are you know what I've learned from you know six years of theory crafting is that people are stupid, and you know I can only I can I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make him drink. I know that for assassination. It's very difficult to not take cheat death. Yeah. For outlaw, you can just like not go it. Yeah, I mean, for for the for the other specs, the shadow dance column, I guess, is uh kind of okay, but assassination gets actually nothing. So a little unlucky. 
yeah like you like there's a lot of like stupid shit that you can do on like the the outlaw tree as well where like people are you know in my opinion very stupidly uh you know pathing through shit to not get a grapple and then they can they can go down hit and run death maneuvers and they get improved bt and they get like i know what it is like three percent damage or some shit but like i don't know that seems dumb as bricks but you know people are probably gonna still do it yeah i think typically like to get back to the original question i think the damage mitigation or, or damage reduction buffs are not nearly as present in people's minds as the dps buffs are everybody will immediately remember oh yeah we don't have a dh buff or oh yeah we don't have a windwalker buff because yeah. they actually improve people's dps no one really yeah. cares whether you if you don't have a paladin in the group meaning you don't have uh you, you don't have the the devil aura right like it even goes so far where we just realize sometimes in raid oh yeah we don't have a stamina buff because we don't have a priest right people don't really think about the defensive buffs nearly as much and because it's not a buff either, it's just a debuff. I think a trophic poison. I don't think people will care much about it, um, unless there's oh, like yeah. a, a mechanic or boss where where you really need that extra four percent somehow, and it happens to also be on an ability that actually that's actually affected by it. Then sure, it's going to be nice, but I don't think it's going to be mandatory as a raid buff compared to something like stamina buff, like AP buff, like demon hunter monk. Um, it's just not as potent. Oh yeah, I mean it's not required, but I know that we we always play double rogue, no, like even when you know rogue is poo poo, like in Castle Nathria, and then you know now now that there's like an actual like justifiable reason, and then you know it's yeah. good. I, like, I, like, nobody I can cares see about some of the top on... end guilds doing it, right? Like I can definitely see I some of the it. top end guild who like super min max, um, how much their healers can can push their HPS, and then maybe you have a situation like Rygalon again, where where one of the guilds realizes, okay, we have enough damage mitigation here to be able to just drop a healer, and then the, the gain isn't really from the raid taking less damage, it's just the gain, another DPS gain, right? You just bring in extra DPS, because your healers are fine dealing with the damage intake. And I mean, rogue can be the difference for that. Yep. But in, in a regular, like, non-race for world for skill, I don't think that's the case, because healers typically aren't playing, like, at the absolute best they can. Alright, I want to rapid-fire a couple more. And, nope. then just, sure. and then just close it up. So, uh, how optimistic are you for Dragonflight as a whole? And uh, I, I want to answer in a 1 to 10. 10 being giga-optimistic, and 1 being like, I'm looking at other games to play. Uh, looks fun. Uh, 8. That's not a... Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a number. Yeah, I was going to say 7 or 8 as well. It, it changes from week to week, I'll be honest. I think okay. when pre-patch came out, it was a 5. Now it's back up to a 7 again. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll depend a bit. Uh, I, I think it was DK at some point who said it that at the end of the day, or, or push, I think, uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how, how bad the game is as long as the raids are fun. If the raids are fun, people will play the game, and I think that's totally true. If Rogue is shit, no one cares. If the raids are good, then you'll just play something else and you'll still enjoy your time in the game. I'm yeah. also I'm also around an eight, but that can quickly go down to like a five. Like if assassination just giga sucks everywhere, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sad. If if professions turn out to be dog shit and just like yeah. endless grinds, I'm gonna be real sad. 
I'm looking forward to the profession to the profession rework um, because I mean we kind of had one in Shadowlands, right? But they never really did anything with it with like the additional crafting materials, and then it was it kind of was whatever. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be nice for sure if they if they really if they really go into it. I think I'm more excited about the fact that uh, I think it was uh, in the in the preach interview or something where the the devs were talking about it that they are basically looking at Dragonflight as like the third stage of WoW, and I like that idea that they're just saying, okay, after Shadowlands, we're just going to make a cut and we're going to try something different. Because to me personally, what they did in the last three expansions just didn't work out. And so I'm glad that they're just reevaluating their priorities and looking at, at other things or just doing things differently because the stuff that they tried multiple times around just didn't work. Yeah. Um, all I know is talents are, talents are pog, dragonflying is pog, Professions are pog. The only thing that's not pog is like I don't know what I'm doing outside of raid. I guess it's just like profession shit, which is like I guess, I guess that's what I'm doing outside of raid and like mythic plus and shit. So I, mean, yeah. I don't know. It, it seems like pretty much wow and wow is fun. So pog. All right, which which spec gets you lots of e girls? And I don't want an explanation. I just want the spec and nothing attached to it. Windwalker. Sally. Any tank spec. I'm gonna I'm gonna go hot take, resto shaman. All right. Um, what spec on... is gonna get you the e boys though? That's a question. That's a Ooh. more important one as well. Ooh, the e boys. This priest. True. True. Um, I'm gonna have to go with shadow. Why? I don't know. That's for you to decide. Wait, what? I have my reasons. Okay. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on damage profiles and balancing. Should classes and specs who aren't great in cleave get some compensation in single target? No. No. Uh, I'm going to have a very unpopular opinion on this. Uh, all the classes should be solid on single target and somewhat even, and then bring back bring back target caps, and actually make them work. So some classes are really good on big scale AOE, some classes are really good at two or three target cleave, and some classes are really good at like five, six, seven, eight targets. And then you can have the encounter design actually highlight each individual niche, and all of them have value depending on the boss fight and depending on the dungeon. They tried that and then they just gave up on it because everybody was whining about it because they didn't understand target caps. I mean, also I range think, just didn't have any. I think like all the specs should excel at something, right? Like Windwalker usually does poo-poo single target, but then to compensate, it does literally double the damage of every other spec in AoE and, you know, like Balanced Druid. I don't know. Sometimes they suck in single target and then sometimes they're broken on encounters like, you know, Council or Kel'Thuzad or you know, Anduin, or just, you know, every fight in the game. Um, I, I think it's fine for certain specs to, like, excel at certain things, right? But do you think that that should just be the baseline? Like, if you suck an AoE, do you think your single target should be better? Probably. Okay. Uh, and then let's close out. What is one ability that you see uh, as bad? Wait, what is one ability talent that you see as bad that you would like to get either buffed or reworked because you really want to use it? Hmm. 
I mean, yeah, the obvious choice is rework Exsanguinate as, as the chat is flooding. Um... So for like the problem is that like outlaw is so perfect, it's really hard to you know make such a statement. But like probably like I don't know, probably um probably hidden opportunity. I think it just like sucks without like a tier set propping it up. But like I don't know, other than that, like my problem is that the outlaw is so perfectly designed that this happens every expansion where it's just like oh how would you like fix things? I'm like I don't know, dude. How do you fix perfection? Yeah, that's must that uh, must be real tough for you. Yeah, it's sorry. A, it's I'm sorry you have life, to wake man. up every day and go through that. Yeah. yeah it's just w waking up and being perfect, man. It's a hard life. Outlaw Mastery? Incorrect. Outlaw Mastery is good now. They fixed they fixed the bugs with it, and it's literally better than Haste. Haste stinks. I mean, it always did. Fix Fan the right? Hammer? It, it, they it also fixed Fan the Hammer, dude. Because all the other stuff was kind of whatever. Crit you didn't want because you have BTE crit anyway, and, and RP, and then so it's like none of the other stats really did anything, so you kind of defaulted back to Haste. Nah, I definitely go Shadowblades. I think that ability needed a rework ten years ago, and it still needs True. one now. Uh, I, I think most of the sub cooldowns kinda need to take another look at them. Um, I think it's actually what's holding back the spec the most. It's just its cooldowns are poo poo. Shadow Dance uh, as a whole is really nice, especially now that you have the way like, like the chance to either play like high damage enhancing Shadow Dances or just higher uptime. I think that's always the, the way the, the spec should have played, but one was always vastly superior to the other. But overall, I just uh, feel like Shadowblades is a, is a poo poo cooldown and always was. Oh, yeah, for those out of the loop, Mastery used to not proc on Ambush, Dispatch. Um, it used to just like not proc on stuff, so it was bad. And then they like fixed the bug, so now Mastery is like better than Haste. Like, Haste is our worst stat now. And then the fan the hammer bugs were the additional pistol shots were not proccing fatal flourish and they weren't blade flurrying. So Wait, now what? they blade flurry and now they proc fatal flourish. And then another bug was fixed where skull and crossbones was doing nothing. And then now it Wait, does what? something. Outlaw got like 10% damage from bug fixes, Sully. It's just yeah. a regular Tuesday. Log in. I always ah, love how guy answers all the questions that no one asked. No, people were asking. Yeah, people were asking, but many people were saying this. Two, but okay. I guess comparatively that is that is a lot. Anyways, I believe that's about all the time we have. Solid chat, lots of complaining. Love to hear it. If I could just say one thing before I leave. Once again, don't let it be you who gets gaslit oh by a God. stupid fucking wizard, okay? Do not let it be you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't let the wizards fool you. Yup. Alright, and uh, with that, we're gonna head out, and uh, Sally's gonna go to bed, and I'm gonna go to work, nah, and Guy's like gonna a... go to work, because we're slaves gonna... to society. Raid Lost Ark, what do you mean? I, I got a clown to kill. I got a clown to kill. I will pretend I know what that means. And I got a demon hunter to level when I get in for being a wagey. I just yeah. I just learned that the yeah, Lost Ark thing is like the little the little flower bullshit. I learned that yesterday. It was very fun. Anyway, I, I got what it's I called. Gotta, I, I gotta go. Yeah, right. have a have a nice day. Always Bye. my pleasure. Peace. Bye bye.